I'm Faris the Invoker, and you're listening to No Initiative Play Quest, The Soaring City. Last time we started with a uh, debate with Darunel, and also there were two of them. Things went badly at first in the quest to save Tiny. Uh, <laughs> well, bad, yeah. well, Lena Both did credits. fine. <laughs> How many times did Lena almost died? A great job. Lena, <laughs> Lena only almost died twice compared to everybody else's zero times. <laughs> but it's all right. Hey, well, the doctor's here. I think we would have all died a little bit inside if Lena had gone away. Oh, thank you. Appreciate that. So, I mean, thank you to the doctor sure. for bringing me back from one hit point two really? times <laughs> <laughs> within a twenty-minute confrontation. Maybe even less. <laughs> so, ultimately, the mission to save Tiny, who is Rose Wolf Sister, um, went well. They defeated the horrible, horrible person, uh, but they left. They ended on a, a uneasy truce for a moment uh, because Lena, Megan's character, gave him the name of the person they stole the Iron Eye for. Well, at least a that's name. what Lena wants Darano to think. In reality, Lena gave Darano the name of the person who killed a person that she loved in the past. So, you know, like, whatever happens there is probably fine. I'm sure nothing bad can come from that, ever. It's gonna be fine. Afterwards, the our, our lovely jailbirds of Starfall Spire, thank you, Sam, for the name, um, made their way back to their home, Starfall Spire, and kind of just collected themselves together. But we're not gonna be picking up right after that, because, oh, oh, a couple of things did happen. Um, they learned about the doctor's mysterious plague he has by helping their mail carrier, carrier who had it, Zakar. Um, and they got a letter from Arvis, specifically to the doctor, asking to come visit. Now, we're not going to be picking up exactly right after that, because we're have, going to have a few little stories today little slices out of Valerith. And we're gonna start with Ferris. If that sounds all right with everyone. Sure. All right. Why don't, uh, Ferris, you're, you're home and someone's going to knock on your door. Paint me a bit of a picture as to what's going on when that happens. Is this, I assume this is the door to the whole flat, not just yes. uh, my room. Okay. Yes. Well, I suppose Barris is probably still training with her new question mark spear. Um, still trying to, <laughs> that was the other thing that happened. Faris's spear got broken and then Lena said she'd fix it, but just made a whole new one and then told her that she fixed the old one. So, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, Faris is like hard at work training and 
if anyone was around, they would notice that she, she seems pretty frustrated with herself. So she's being like very sort of fixed on it. So she might not even notice the knock at the door right away. And it might take like another louder knock before she finally goes over to answer the door. Oh, fine! <laughs> and storms over to answer the door, assuming it's just like the doctor's left his keys behind or something. <laughs> so you yank open the door and you see a figure who you have met once before. Alika Sajid. Uh, this is the individual who freed y'all from prison. Seems like so long ago now. And she's staring right at you and you just have this immediate recognition that you're the person she was looking for. Uh, hi. Uh, she kind of tries to wipe like this look of annoyance she had on her face away as quickly as she can. Just, yeah, like, <clears throat> hi, didn't think I'd be seeing you again. Question. Uh, does Ferris train in armor or just the weapon? She's probably training in her armor so she can get used to the like weight of the new spear with the weight of her armor. Ah, okay. Uh, sorry for the intrusion. Uh, it's convenient. You're already suited up and ready. I need a warrior. Are you that warrior? I could be. What, what do you need a warrior for exactly? I get the it's general kind of urgent. Of it, we don't. But, you, know. you don't uh, fully have time to explain right now. You can come with me, and we can walk and talk. Okay. Well, I owe you, so sure. You don't owe me anything. Uh, and she turns and walks off, just a few steps off, and looks back to make sure you're following. Yeah, she'll um. She like shh, her spear away and kind of tuck it behind her and You're like shrinks. Magic issue, right? Yeah, I told I I mentioned last time that it kind of does like a ch -ch thing, like the Dora Milaje spears in Black Panther. Like it just retracts so that she's not carrying just like this massive spear on her at all times, which might scare people. Well, that costly start to scare people. <laughs> As, once you catch up in the hallway, I imagine you're like heading to the lift. Because fun fact, you have a m magical lift that goes up and down the tower. Of course we do. We're opening another one of the Baron's vaults. We're still trying to protect the city from things left over from before. Mm. Last one we opened killed 12. We need to be we're being more careful this time. So they're trapped? Most of them. All the okay. ones that have things we need. Uh, what sort of traps? Last one let out a creature of blade and chain. It rampaged through parts of the Undercity. Before, oh, killed 12. I thought, I thought before you were, we were say able to fix it. That they just exploded or something. That's harder. Well, if that was just an explosion, why would I need a warrior? Sorry, I'm not really thinking straight. Um, yeah, I mean, I can fight whatever for you. 
and it's kind of a moment uh you come to the bottom left and the door starts open she doesn't move to the door for a second locks the gaze and says you don't have to do this if you don't want to it's your call oh no i'm i'm happy to help you anytime uh we got in a fight yesterday i kind of fucked up a little bit but i'm sure i'll be better today nods and leads the way out of the lift out into mr batinga's shop because you know that's the structure here batinga looks over uh lights up on ferris's face looks over and sees alika and there's like a oh not gonna interrupt things like that person's important maybe i shouldn't and he just kind of gives you a discreet wave yeah ferris will give him a friendly nod Um, as you step outside, there is another woman who falls in with lockstep with you and Alika. Um, she is well-muscled, uh, has a mid-to-long-length sword strapped across the small of her back, uh, that's on a rotating, like, connection, so it's currently cocked up so the handle comes over the shoulder, but seems to be designed to, for that to shift down to waistline and be drawn that way. Uh, she has a shock of purple hair and ropes wrapped around her forearms. Cool. I'm assuming uh, I haven't met this person before. You have, do not recognize this person. Uh, she squares off directly at you, like puts out a hand and says, Reyna, I'm helping out. Faris, also helping out. Shake her hand. Uh... Alika says, nice for you, everyone, to be meeting everyone. Now, we really do need to be quick. This is this is the entire team today. We don't want to risk more like last time. Of course. Um, yeah, take us where we need to go. We won't waste any time. Once again, walking across the city, heading towards uh, the... Um, King Tower, which is the central tower in the city, where also where the beacon that lights over the top of the city, like a large lighthouse, is based. Um, as you're walking, she says, we're, we're hoping we can find an iron eye. Why? Well... We need one to control the city properly, give access to all of the facilities and op- options, give us proper liberation from the past. Uh, Darunel apparently found one, but had it stolen by some thieves. We're trying to look through that avenue, but... Knowing Darunel, he might have made up the whole thing. That he is an absolute reptile. Oh yeah, from what I hear, he's disgusting. Uh, from there, you travel down into a lift that goes downward. And the lifts that go down under the city aren't particularly uncommon, because there's a whole set of them that go all the way through down to the hangs, that are hanging underneath the city. But these ones, this one stops partway in. 
heading off into an underground complex, part sewer, part dungeon. Uh, Alika just leads you through um, pretty quietly. Uh, Reyna is keeping an eye on you, but seems relatively at ease. So, did you two run together during the revolution? Is that how you know each other? Uh, to be honest, I haven't actually worked with Alika before. I'm just here on reputation, I guess, like you. Oh, okay. Are you a newcomer then, or...? Um, I haven't been in town too long, but I've got some storied past. She smiles at you. A nice guarded <laughs> smile. Yeah. Faris gives her one back. <laughs> nice armor, by the way. Oh, thank you. Don't see that stuff like that very often. I'm sure there's a story there. Uh, yeah, but it would be too boring to tell now. Uh, and then out from in front of Lika's. And we're here. And in front of you is a large vault door um, with this whole apparatus, multiple locks. It looks like some adventurer types spent a lot of time at this, but almost everything is unlocked, undone. All the glowing red runes have turned blue and happy. Uh, and there's just like one last piece, uh, a dial turn that has been left undone. Uh, Alika puts her hand up on the dial and then turns to two of you and says, last chance. I'm here. Let's do this. I'm not going to back down now. All right. Draws her spear. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Reyna brings the sword down and draws it cross holding in backhand style. It's got a very wide blood gutter through it. Uh -huh. Straight blade. Actually, I'm also, I'm gonna cast Fiery Avenger preemptively on my spear. Could you remind me what that does? Like, I know, but I want the stream to hear it. That's fine. Uh, so the weapon, the chosen weapon ignites in a magical flame of any color. So it just like bursts into these fiery solar flames. While the weapon is on fire, it acts as a torch that casts light nearby. The flame increases the weapon's damage by one. Flame persists until you roll a failure or worse on an attack with the weapon. Delightful. So your spear lights into fire in preparation, like the blazing sun. She takes a breath, draws her sword in her other hand, uh, a shorter curved uh, number, and takes a breath. And as soon as that res resounding thunk rolls through, you hear the release of air. But it doesn't stop. As these doors start to open up, a plume of acrid purple gas rolls forward. Damn it. <laughs> um, if you could for me, roll the die to try to uh, avoid immediately bad things. Okay. 
14. That's a full success. So, uh, as this gas is rolling forward, uh, you hear coughs and sputters, and the three of you back off a little bit to stay safe. Um, Reyna <laughs> coughs out. It's petrifying gas. That sounds terrifying. Are, are both of you okay? Um, before they can respond, two figures begin alighting through the gas, which it seems to be spraying out from a pointed location deep inside. Two hulking, gear-laden constructs with dragging blades. Um, and as you see one of these come forward, it begins raising the, an arm, and you can smell death on it after all this time. But you're a protagonist. You get to act first. What do you want to do? <laughs> um, hmm. Well, I know I just lit up my weapon, but preemptively, I will thunderous word both of them in case they have any special abilities so that they cannot use those special abilities during their next turn. So Faris just immediately, like, on point as soon as she sees any kind of threat, just utters her um, word of power, Solaris, and this, like, corona of solar energy just emanates from her and knocks both of the creatures back, dealing two points of damage and preventing them from using any special abilities. So, as you invoke this, this thunderous wave brushes across them. They both slide back on their large heels, uh, leaving gashes in the stone floor. Um, they do not relent for long, however, as they lumber forward, and one of them that was bringing its arm up tips this large, jagged blade with an edged front and width almost of your entire neck and just forward uh, right at Reyna. Uh, and much to its chagrin, she jumps neatly and lands on top of the blade. The nice. other one is going to lumber forward uh, and it takes out his other hand and is trying to attempt to grab you, Ferris. Which is going to be a success. She, as this thing, its its hand the size of you just squeezes uh, and is going to deal three damage. Okay. Yeah, Ferris like snarls in its grip. <laughs> yeah. Um... Alika calls out, <clears throat> the cast is coming from somewhere. I'm going to deal with it. And she takes a big breath and runs in past the, these lumbering creatures. Uh, the one that isn't holding you turns to try to follow. And Reyna is going to run up the its arm, take the blade, and just try to bury it in its neck, mm-hmm. which is going to be moderately successful. What would you like to do? Back to you. Ooh, um, 
would uh would trying to escape from its grip like take my turn like how does it work in this, well, in this so it, it was system? going to but it um you may took well its special abilities and i'm not entirely sure if that counts but i'm saying it does today uh so it, that was just a fancy attack <laughs> oh, okay so i could, i'm free to like move and everything yeah um, i'm Ferris will like kick her way out of its grip and immediately run after the one that's going after Alika and like embed her spear in its back. All right. Uh, that is a twelve. That's a uh, that's a tough choice because of the house rules are used. Okay, so your options are you get it and you get it good, but you'll have to roll to protect against the petrifying gas again, uh-huh. or uh, you do half damage. You're calm. What would half of three be in the system we're running? Up or down? <laughs> I think it's one. <laughs> okay, um, I'll go for the full damage and roll against the petrified gas again. All right. <laughs> it kind of the gas catches in your throat as you feel. It. Your muscles start to harden. Nice. That's a nineteen. All right. You feel a little like stiffening of parts of your body, and particularly in your ankles and your feet but you pull through and are able to continue to finish the strike. And how how do you spear this thing? It's maybe like twice as tall as you. She like runs full pelt at it and kind of like does a cool kick off the ground and like in midair just embeds her spear in its back, which is currently on fire. So it like the spear embeds in and then flames like surge around the wound. Oh, right. Your spear's on fire. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, fun fact about that gas. Um, so, as yeah. you are stabbing in this thing, and there's this plume of fire, because I believe it like, expands when you hit them, right? Uh, no, it just continues until either I miss an attack or I dismiss okay. it. Well, there's a plume of fire, and in that ha- as that happens, parts of this gas start to uh, blaze a light. Uh, and it doesn't, like, explodes. I know stoichiometry better than that. <laughs> um, but it's going to do two damage to you and to this oh, thing. Uh, and I think just the two of you. Good to know. <laughs> That's nine, and you've taken two. Okay. Um, okay. This one is going to wheel <clears throat> around from where it's at, change its focus over to you, and is going, you can see it's it sparks as part of it does stop working properly and it just falls on you like full on like i'm going out but i'm gonna take you out too okay do i get to try and dodge that or is it it just gonna happen it rolls to get you which it rolled a triumph so it doubles damage uh so that's going to be you know, actually, I'm going to do this. It, you, that is four damage, but you are now stuck underneath it. Mildly impaled as it breaks apart on top of you. Uh, that also gets Reyna. Uh, but she's going to try to deal with the situation as she you see one of her hands whip into a certain position and the ropes around her wrists start to uncurl and go out and latch onto a piece of stonework and constrict and actually pull her out from underneath uh, this mechanical wreckage. 
and she gets up and she looks down to you and she's gonna try to get you out too. So I'm gonna chair a view all for that because you're a ca- you're a protagonist. Okay. Uh, sixteen. That's a success, and she managed to pull you out as well. Awesome. She's like, oh, so there's one left. Uh, she breathes, <coughs> coughs, um, and she looks and says, "No problem." Uh, and then you see one of her legs petrify into stone, up to up, just up to just below the knee. Okay. And she gasps in pain. <clears throat> uh, it's you go. How close is the other creature to us? In game terms, it is nearby. Okay, as in, like, if she gets stuck there, because her leg is... That means you can move and do stuff is... immediately. Yeah, I mean, if, if she gets stuck there because her leg is turned to stone, is she in, like, immediate danger if I'm engaging with it still? Uh, no, Alika has disappeared into the gas. Uh, and is no longer Raina. nearby. I meant oh, Reyna. Uh, no, no, yeah, Reyna could be... It could move to and, and attack Reyna from where it's at. Yeah. Faris, like, looks at the leg and kind of frowns and then stares back at the creature is gonna like step in front of Reyna and Reyna would see like all of Faris's tattoos and her, and her eyes just light up and ignite as she mutters Solaris again and casts smite on the creature what, what'd that do? so smite <laughs> um, that's what I don't know it's a new one, that's why. So Smite, uh, you engulf the target in Radiant Flame, hitting it for 10 damage. If the damage dealt is enough to kill the creature, it explodes into ash and its body and spirit are permanently obliterated. If you destroy a creature with Smite, roll the die. On a 2 to 20, nothing happens. On a 1, the creature's spirit becomes a dark passenger in your mind and you never know when it may decide to speak to you or observe your behavior. It's a spicy skill. <laughs> Did you say 10? It deals 10 damage, yeah. Well, um... <laughs> mm. So tell me how you destroy it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, she just... It's like this moment where every sort of tattoo on her body is just ignited all at once, and there's even like little flames flickering off of her, as she just stares directly into this creature's eye and almost like calmly utters the word Solaris. And it just completely ignites in flame like its entire body just Uh, in a moment there is a flash of light the brightness of the sun and when it diminishes it is ashen Uh, you land back on the ground realizing that you've done that like final power moment where you raise into the ground off the air just a little bit even though the flight doesn't quite make sense Mm mm-hmm uh, Raina goes, Oh shit. Don't piss off you. <sighs> um, we realize in that moment that the petrifying gas has stopped and it's beginning to disperse. Okay. Yeah, Faris sort of. Oh, I need to roll for the smite thing. Um, sorry. It doesn't have a spirit. Is- oh! Yeah. I see. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, yeah, Faris is almost like her gaze is still locked on where the creature was, just staring at the pile of ash for a moment. And then she 
sort of snaps out of it, turns back to look at Reyna. Uh, are you okay? Is that... Do we need to treat that or will it wear off? I don't... I've never encountered anything like that before. The doctor friend. I should be okay. Can you move? Yeah, it's... You know, and it moves like that part's rigid, but you can definitely like tonk right. forward. Uh, her gait's a little different now. Uh, at that point, um, the gas is fully dissipated, and you can see on the ground, it, hunched in a knee kneeling position, is a statue that once was Alika. No, <laughs> Barris is going to run to its side immediately. Well, it's a good thing I have a friend. Uh, so you run to its side. What do you do? She's just staring at it, like, like crouched down beside the statue that was once Alika. Can your friend fix this to this extent? Like, I have a doctor friend too. I don't know if he can treat something like this, though. My friend. Oh, my guy. Seems filler. Doctor filler. Uh, Tom Dart, though. Uh, I, I've never seen him not fix something before. Has your friend ever not been able to fix something? Uh, he pretty much is the only thing keeping all of our bodies together, so... <laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't joke right now. Um, how, how close by does your friend live? We take the lift to that. Come on, help me lift this. And she yeah, kind she of, was already, like, she's walked she was over and she links the arms around. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, roll me a d6. Okay. Four. For reasons. All right, all right, all right. Um, you are able to, with Reyna, uh, lift this statue up the moment it's heavy it's literally a stone yeah <laughs> um, uh, but you are able to get it out of this vault you can see now that the gas is dispersed that like it goes deeper and stuff but i'm assuming you have a plan here uh, that is a little exclusive i mean all faris is thinking about is making sure alika is okay and not a statue forever so, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, Reyna is having some mild difficulty carrying, but she seems to be managing just fine. Yeah, Faris will like as much of her strength into it as possible, given that Reyna is also semi-injured or semi-affected by the yeah. gas. So she's trying to take as much of the weight as she can. She's a big sure. strong lass. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and both of you are strong. Just one of you is a little less steady than usual. Uh, you both get down to the lift, and there's, uh, there's a, so you command the lift by saying different command words different places, uh, and, uh, Raina just utters out, uh, a medium-length string of syllables that are kind of sharp, uh, and it begins descending downward, and after, after that, um, you both just set down this statue, uh, Hard in the lift, and it actually the arcane propulsion kind of <laughs> for a second. 
want to make sure none of this statue is like crumbling off or anything mm -hmm. in case that affects <laughs> don't want to like lose a hand or something you know reasonable uh, so far it seems good um okay. although both of you are being quite careful yeah the thing that happened to your leg is that spreading or is it stopped where it where it is uh she looks down she has like shorts roughly speaking but they're like period shorts and she pulls up one side uh, and you can see some tattoos in purple that match the purple of her hair um and she's looking and i don't think so okay good uh, are you okay a bit worse for wear but i'm i didn't breathe in any of the gas so but i'm fine in that regard she, she looks at you like the crumpled pieces of your armor that have been smacked by this thing. Yeah. She says uh, a little less you, where she has one HP right now. She yeah, is you're, like... Just like, <laughs> you're bleeding in a few places. And she goes, I need to be strong about it. And she reaches back and she pulls out a small clear potion. Goes, Here. Oh, thank you. Um, Drink it. I will. She like sniffs it first, just a little bit like does this tasteless. It might as well be water. Okay, she'll like knock it back. Uh, smell was nothing. The taste is not. <laughs> it's <laughs> I mean, pretty foul. Ferris drinks a lot of strong alcohol, so maybe yeah, she's fine with that. <laughs> You're probably just like, yeah, yeah. Um, you actually recognize this taste. This is the taste of a healing potion. Yeah. Uh, that regains like... four hit points. Nice. Tastes like two pound corner shop wine. All right. Uh, the lift opens and she looks at you and goes, oh, time for another shift, right? Yeah. Um, I'm assuming we're not going to have to fight any monsters on our way to your friend's house. Oh, so you look out the lift and you can see the roped together wooden bridges of the hangs. Mm. All looping and striding across different parts of the under city area. Oh. Right nearby, I promise. Okay, well, I'm, I'm good, I can carry this thing if you need a rest. All right. Uh, and uh, she's no, good. And you both rip up and lift and walk and you go two bridges over uh, before there's someone interjects into the situation. Um, two someones actually. First of all, a bronzed man not bronze isn't like the skin tone, not as in like literally bronzed. It's a fantasy setting, I'm realizing now. Steps out um, of a, but it's a hanging building fundamentally uh, onto this porch that is connected so that it doesn't rock separately. Um, he is rippling with muscles, as seems to be the theme with people today, just in general. <laughs> he has blonde hair that's a little bit lighter than uh, his skin tone tied back in a bun. And he's wearing like a doctor's coat which seems just flagrantly uh, at odds with the, the, 
of muscles and the demeanor. Uh, he has some of those similar style tattoos to Reyna, but some of them are blue as well as purple. Okay. Uh, and he reaches, as he comes outside, he's holding a doctor's bag and says, well, I see I have my work cut out for me. Is this a common occurrence for you two? just cool under pressure and not surprised put it set it down set her down uh yeah ferris will like very gently set the statue anika down and begin explaining like is this gas that came out of a vault we opened up yes nerian petrifying gas i'm familiar please i have it from here and you would start a just massive hand and just Call me Dart. Faris. She'll shake his hand. Uh, and just right on the porch, doesn't my offer you to come inside? It begins uh, mixing some tinctures and uh, a little bit of magics. You actually. Uh, spy a few things that you've seen Falwyn use before, but also there's this gathering of darkness at one point where he puts a couple hands together, invokes a little bit of magic, and gathers a little ball of shadows mm. and infuses it into this tincture he's crafting. As he's doing that, he gets quite focused. Um, uh, and after a little bit, you know, you stop fully fo focusing on what's going on there, and you notice there's um, a familiar face approaching from a nearby bridge. Coming up to the house. Um, by familiar, I, I don't mean in the good way, <laughs> as you see a one Lord Darvanel, the Duke himself, walking up. Cool. He, you remember those uh, robots you fought session one? He has two of those coming the opposite bridge, approaching. I love that for me. Um, while she was still watching uh, Dart work, Faris would have been kind of like looking at the tattoos on both him and Reyna and trying to see if she recognized them at all. Uh, sure. Well. Uh... I'm, I'm, my brain was like, make me a history check. <laughs> 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 oh, <can't> uh, <laughs> this is the kind of thing that would be cool whether you miss it or not. So why don't you roll the die for it? Ooh, okay. Uh, D6 or D20? D20. Uh, 14. All right, so. Um, this is a group of people uh, who have the ancestral home of the Nebon Desert. Um, it is now part of the Orlath Empire, uh, but do you know how those things go? Uh, that being said, just as these are the you know the ancestral individuals who live in the Nebon Desert, uh, these tattoos aren't like a big deal. It's more like group membership and these mark your family, these mark some achievements. 
they're not like, oh, you see someone with these and it's particularly abnormal. I guess is what I mean. They're a big deal. They're a big deal to the people who wear them, right. <laughs> you know. But, but they're uh, like a common thing to see, not um, yeah, like pharises, basically. <laughs> yeah. Um, notably, the actual peoples that are from the desert don't have much of a centralization anymore. So it's not uncommon to see people who are trying to remember and be are from there. Uh, not necessarily like this is this means I live in one spot. Yeah. So I guess as Ferris kind of pieces this together, she would be about to open her mouth to ask Raina and Dart about them, and then she sees Lord Darinel and her eyes just narrow. Mm -hmm. She'll step out like in front of the group so that she's like between the group and him, basically, if, if possible. Yeah. Just fold her arms. He pulls out his golden pocket watch and clicks it. Closes it. Pity. Ferris has nothing to do with you. Please step aside. She rolls her eyes. What are you doing down here? My business is with Mr. Vichnu. Please. Uh, and at that, Reyna looks that. at him and then back to Ferris. You know, if you don't remember what that means, that's fine. I know Megan does. <laughs> Megan put it in chat because I have a terrible memory. <laughs> um, she just can't with this guy. <laughs> She's just sort of standing there, arms folded. She'll step aside a little bit, but she's like still kind of blocking if he were to try and get to Alika at all. Uh, she says, come now, not a deal. I'll deal with her and we have no quarrel. Uh, at which point um, Reyna draws her sword. And yeah. she looks at you like, you know this guy? What the fuck? But she doesn't say yeah. it. It's just that telepathy. Right. She just looks at her and kind of puts a hand out as if to say, like, calm down. <laughs> There's no... Look, we won't fight you out here in the open. It's ridiculous. Raina, put your sword away. You, fuck off. How quaint. At this point, Dart uh, finishes his tincture and very uh, quickly takes it and douses it along Alika's back and top of her head and then chucks the a little bit remaining to uh, Reyna, who then douses it on her leg. It's not quick acting, sadly, though. <laughs> Look, I don't know what you want with me. I know you heard that name, but you can buzz off. So was that Raina speaking? That was Raina speaking, yeah. To, to Darinel. NPC tennis. <laughs> um, yeah, Faris will nod in agreement and just be like, yeah, we're kind of dealing with our own stuff right now, so you have no part of this. 
Go on your way. Hmm. Let's not make things messy again. And as he seems, he starts reaching in his coat pocket for something. Um. Uh, Reyna whips her sword out and cuts a, just one rope, and the entire bridge section begins to come out from underneath him. Um, he just lifts one hand and just floats in this in the spot. Have it your way. Another time, Mr. Vichian. And he starts to float away. Mr. <laughs> Faris will not take her eyes off this asshole, making sure he goes all the way away with her spear, like, at the ready in case he comes back. And when she's sure he's out of sight, she'll just turn to Reyna and be like, friend of yours too? Not in the slightest. At that point, uh, there's like a little magical cracking visual and the uh, Alika and her leg both restore. There's a gasp. And Alika just collapses. And Dart, who's been standing here quietly, is like, she's going to need rest. Yeah, I'll take care of that. It's okay. Thank you for your help. Appreciate it. And she'll crouch down next to Alika, kind of as gently as she can, place a hand on her shoulder. Uh, She looks up at you. She breathes a little ragged and says, Is everyone else fine? Yeah, we're all good. We destroyed those things. The vault is just left there open, though. I don't know if you want to deal with that, but you need to rest. You can send other people to it. We'll deal with that another day. Mm-hmm. And so it's just this moment when she finds out that everyone's okay, this moment where she just kind of releases, she relaxes, and you just see her fall unconscious in front of you. Faris looks to Rainer and Dart and just be like, I can take her back to Starfall Spire. She can rest there. Uh, Rainer goes, where? Uh, just the place I'm staying. Oh, Lori picked you up. Um, and, Dart, and Dart kind of jumps in and goes, well, yeah, actually, my um, space is a little full of other patients. So, I know the could. feeling. Uh, it's a very busy time for doctors. Yeah, one of my roommates is also a doctor. Oh, I'm sorry for your loss. <laughs> sorry, that's me out of character, not Barrett's. <laughs> Well, you know, just found out he's been keeping infectious patients in, sorry, contagious patients in our dwellings. So that's fun. Um, well, what's one more patient? 
if you ever would like some care that's a little less close to home, you can come around here. I appreciate it. Thank you. Um, do you... So we are wrapping up this little side story. Because mm-hmm. it went... This one went long, but that's okay. We'll, we'll improvise. Um, do you carry... Do you bring back Alika by yourself, or do you solicit help? Uh, I think Faris is the sort of foolhardy person who would just be like, Fireman lift, I'm taking you all the way back by myself. <laughs> Definitely doable. Mm-hmm. They're not a statue anymore. She, yeah. She's she's now just, you know, a muscly woman. Yeah. A little lighter. So yeah, Faris will um, bid her goodbyes to the other two and uh, and make her way back to Starfall Spire with Alika. Right. And probably, like, let Alika rest in her bed. I think as, as you're heading back to the lift, our camera just pans out and away, leaving those kind of details um, off screen. Gosh. Hey yeah. now, you're making the assumption there. She leaves Alika in the bed and then goes and does something else. Sure. It's perfectly PG uh, in it. <laughs> let me pop back to um, everyone for a moment. I don't know if you have. So my, my I usually use my phone to monitor, but it's been horribly glitchy today. We're switched. Oh, sorry, yeah, it's Excellent. Wunderbar. Thank you. Hi. So that was our first one. Still learning and feeling out the realities. I feel sorry for the people who have to wait all all day to have a moment, but that's fine. Not at all. Long. No, this is awesome. <laughs> it's very fun to play. <laughs> all right, now uh, Ferris, go in a little box for the next forever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I knew Ferris was a Cylon. Bye. And our next one is Ro. Hey, that's me. All right. So, paint me a little picture of you in your room. With oh. Tiny. That's important. Okay, um, well, uh, normally I would be sleeping on, uh, like a little dog bed, um, that I guess people got for Tiny first, but I like it better, um, but Ferris tucks me and Tiny in together, in bed, so, um, I wake up, and Tiny and I are in, like, a puppy pile on the bed, and, um, um, the room has... Uh, a lot of empty donut boxes all in it, and there's a lot of dirt tracked everywhere. And um, I've spent the last um, month or so talking to some plants to get them to grow up the walls, so it's really pretty and green. Is that something you can do? Like, just yes. convince the plants to do things? I That's can actually epic. spend AP, so like over a month, Ro has spent some time chatting to some plants to like encourage them to grow more. Love it. <laughs> um, so you're just kind of barely waking up, and suddenly Tiny lets out a little, one of those little mini dog barks, like they're starting to hear something. <gasps> uh, and there's a little tap on the window, almost like someone just... Dunk. Oh, huh. I'm gonna just turn to Tiny and be like, um, hang on, I'll go check. 
And I'll tiptoe over with my slingshot ready in case it's that meanie All face. Right. All right. So there's, as you're tiptoeing over to the window, you see another small little pebble just pink the window. Oh, huh. Um, I go and sort of look more closely because that doesn't seem like something he would do. All right. Uh, as you peer out, you see that little boy, Everett, uh, the mousy hair and the tooth gap and the bright blue eyes, uh, ah! down at the bottom of the tower, waving. <sighs> okay, I will wave uh, back at him, and I'll turn to Tiny, and I'll be like, I think we have a friend over. You want to go play? <laughs> All right. I'll take Tiny downstairs. All right, you just head down? Yeah. I'll bring some right. um, extra donuts from Mr. Batinga earlier to give him. All right, so as you head on out, Mr. Batinga kind of calls over like, why are you going out by yourself? Oh, I have a friend now. Oh, I'm sure that's fine then. Me and I just totter right out the door. <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, and this little boy, he's about your age, maybe a little younger, because Nat always accidentally plays kids a little young for their age. And he runs over, uh, and, uh, and he r- rushes over and does that, like, stop suddenly thing. I need your help. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm locked out of my house, and I think, like, you can, like, turn to animals and stuff. I bet you can help me out. Oh, yeah, if you need to get it, I can help you get back in. Come. Where you live? Is it far? Just, uh, not too far. And he holds out his okay. hand. All right. Uh, come on, Tiny. I'll grab his hand and let him fall, lead us over. And he just runs. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the way kids do. Yeah, Almost absolutely. falling over. <laughs> Our limbs are just cartoon flailing as we go. Yeah. <laughs> Perfectly. And um, Ro is and barefoot, you... so... <laughs> Yeah, he is too, actually, and he's he's kind of um, kind of grimy. Hey, but well, you know, so is Ralph. <laughs> yeah, um, and he leads you uh, in actually kind of near-ish um, Arvis's house. Okay, kind of the fancier districts. Uh, not super near, but close. Uh, and he opened up by the small little cute house. Uh, kind of nestled in between two bigger ones. Uh, and he goes, this is it. This is where you live? Yeah. Okay, um, so I guess what, is none of your pack home? Oh, yeah, no, I was I was home by myself, and I just, you know, went out and hung out outside, uh, and I didn't realize I locked the door. Oh, no. Well, um, so- I can help, I'm sure. Can you help me try to get inside? Also, hi, Raiders. Thanks for coming by. Oh, hi, Raiders. We have two adorable children trying to break into our house. Yeah, totally legit. Yeah, I'm sure this boy is totally telling the truth that he lives here. Totally. Bro believes everyone. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Uh, I can help get in. Um, will you, will you be okay if uh, you guard Tiny for just a few minutes for me. I mean, she'll help guard you too, but you also need to help watch her, okay? I can keep Tiny company. Okay. I'll just turn, uh, look at Tiny and be like, okay, you keep each other safe, all right? And then I'll just poof down into a little tiny, like, mouse, like a brown-red field mouse, and I'll start skittering under the door. Nice. 
Um, let's see. Yeah, that works. Because, like, even if that didn't work, you could turn to a bird and fly in the chimney. Like, that's just the flavor <laughs> of the week. Mouse is the smallest uh, thing I can turn into right now. Oh, didn't ask. So, yeah, uh, the mouse, you can just squeeze your little rat belly under the doorframe. <laughs> and you open. it opens up into a nice little hallway. There's a statue, like a bust, on a Ooh. pedestal. And Let's a few closed up. doors. Do um, I recognize who the statue is? Does Ro read? No. Then you don't know. It's a man. <laughs> he's balding. Hmm. Very nice worksmanship, I guess. Um. Nobody is home, I guess. That I hear. Well, of course. the The boy said no one's home. You don't hear anyone. Mm-hmm. And I'll just pop out and back into row form and open the door for him, so he can get inside his house. That's totally his. Right. Yep, uh, you have to unlock it from the inside, but that's easy. You, and, you, uh, and you open it up, and he is come right up to the door with Tiny in tow. Just open it, waving, hello! Hey, thanks. Great. Want to hang out? Yeah, I can hang out. Do you want some company until um, the rest of your pack comes home? Yeah, that'd be great. Uh, and he starts striding inside, leaving footprints of dirt in the immaculately sweep, swept hallway. I mean, there were probably some once Ro turned into a human again, so <laughs> to be yeah. fair. Uh, and he kind of veers off right, through, opens a door, um, and into, into a room that you could actually just barely see through a window, but when you're outside... Which has a which has a uh, like a chaise lounge kind of thing, and there's a bowl of fruit next to it, and he just plops on down, uh, and grabs a banana and takes a banana and just eat bites in the whole thing. Peel still on. Ooh, I actually don't think Ro probably would have had a banana necessarily. I don't think they would have had much fruit except like berries and stuff in the forest. So I think their eyes kind of widen. And like, <gasps> what's that? Is that good? Is it tasty? Awesome. It's kind of tart on the skin, but the inside's really sweet. <sighs> I'll take a bite with the peel and all, and it's really good. That's real yeah, good! I bet, you know, you know uh, they used to tell me that, like, things that taste bad are good for you because they have, like, nutrients. Huh. Well, then I must be really healthy because I ate a lot of things that didn't taste great. Except now I ate a lot of donuts, and those are really good. I'm sure donuts are good for you. I mean, like... I mean, they taste good. How could they not be? They taste so good. Yeah. Great! Um, and he gets up, having left a muddy spot on the lounge, and kind of winds his way into the connected kitchen, and begins just opening pantry doors, and just, like, he takes, like, a spice bottle and just leaves it on the ground. He's, he's just ransacking the place. Basically. <laughs> Are you looking for something? Oh, uh, well, I, I'm kind of hungry, and you know that. I don't think my stomach agreed with that ban- that uh that banana. Oh, um, I don't really know how to make many food things, but I don't know. I can help. Are you a good cook? Uh, I I I I think I'm okay. Want to help me make something? Yeah. Okay. All right. 
Um, and he gets a pot and puts it on the stove <laughs> and quite adeptly lights the stove without burning himself. Okay. Uh, uh, and then he, he gets some water out of a pump and puts some water in. We can make soup. Oh, okay. I've had soup before. Um, you just add stuff. Yeah, we just need to put things in it. Um, okay. Uh, Rogue like goes back out to the living room to get the fruit bowl. <laughs> yeah. Comes back with it and just dumps the fruit in. <laughs> yeah. Um, he is picked up that spice bottle, which you think has like maybe cumin in it, and he takes the lid off and just dumps the entire thing in. Okay. That'll be good, I bet. Yeah. How long does soup take? I don't know. I'm just like waiting. <laughs> there's, a, there's a pot that is hot, <laughs> but not boiling with a bunch of fruit added wholesale and cumin. I'm sure this will be great. <laughs> Oh my god. And you, like, you know, there's probably like dirty handprints over all of the counters where we've been going through looking for things. Yeah. Yes. I'm bored. Oh. It kind of pops down to the ground. Okay. Um, what do you want to do while we wait for soup? Uh, can I ask you a question? Yeah. So you live in that tower with all those other people. How'd that happen? Oh, they're all really, really nice. Um, I I used to be from a forest uh, where I lived with my pack there, um, but I came here to find my people pack, and now I'm staying with this pack, and they're all really, really nice. Like, how'd you meet them? Oh, um, well, I came here first, and um, this person in the shiny armor grabbed my shoulder and it scared me so I bit him and he didn't like that so they put me in this room while they tried to find I guess my pack but they couldn't find my pack because my pack is all the way back in the forest um so I stayed in this room with these people while they were also in trouble I don't know if they bit him too but that's what I did so you shouldn't just grab things. people and then they just gave you a place to live with, with nice people? I mean, for a while, yeah. I was only there for like um like the night. And then um, we came out and they were all, or, you know, these other people in different armor and hats and stuff were like, oh, the fighting is done. So you can come to the, this tower now. And then we all moved into that place. They're really it. nice. You don't get it. Uh, at that point, uh, you hear the front door open. Oh, I think your pack is back. Uh, and the top, the kid is like, uh, 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 "Do I have a confession?" Yes. I don't live here. No. But like the people who do live here, they're really, really nice, and I, 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 I miss my family. But so like, if when they're he, being in here, I'm like you know, kind of feel like I was part of the family. And at that point, uh, the there a a man 
walks around the corner into the kitchen and just yells out, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm just like, um, hello! Uh, you get, what, what are you doing? You've, and he starts, he just starts shouting like, get the, get out, get out. You don't leave. Um, uh, and uh, the kid starts scrabbling uh, to stand up and he knocks over the pot of the now boiling soup. <laughs> oh, well, and soup, big air quotes, <laughs> big air quotes. Hot fruit water. <laughs> yeah, with cumin. <laughs> with cumin. <laughs> now with cumin. With 50% more cumin. Uh, and the pot splashes over and hits the ground and little splashes of it get everyone and they, you know, they burn because they're hot. And the guy's freaked out and he starts, uh, and it gets on, it gets the, the man gets it on his leg and he starts like jumping back in pain. He's like, oh, come on, you little shit. And he, he um, pulls, he grabs a rolling pin and it's just like, Slaps on his hand, says, "Leave, get out." Uh, I was like, "Okay, um, I'm sorry. I thought that um, we could be here, but we're sorry that we spilled your soup." Uh, I think at that point, Tiny comes in around the way he came and bites him in the leg. That scans. <laughs> I was like, "Oh no, uh, Tiny, it's okay." Uh, and this little boy, Everett, looks at you and says, Run? Um, I suppose I'll talk to my friends later. <laughs> I suppose. I don't know. Ron knows that they're not very good at, like, talking to big people well. That's how I wound up in that, like, you know, cold room with everybody the first time. Um, yeah. So <laughs> I'm just going to be like, mm, yeah, my friends will help us. And <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and spend two AP for wild aspect. Um, what are you doing? I'm going to use the wolf aspect. And Ro just sort of throws back their head. And, ah! and we are imbued with the aspect of a wolf. And now no creature can outrun us. <laughs> <laughs> for the next hour. It. So me, Tiny, and Everett just like... Scooby-Doo out of there. Yeah. Um, and I'm just like, sorry! You run, you run past, uh, there's a woman also, and the, the man, they're wearing like these matching blue and white striped shirts. They're kind of cute. Um, but she, she just looks bewildered as she's just freaking out like where she's looking at all the footprints in the hallway in the other room. <laughs> uh, as you're all just like scamper through and uh, out the front door. And after you get like a block or two away, you know, everything calms down for a moment and you're able to catch your breath. That was fun. That was definitely exciting. I don't think the others will be too happy when I tell them, but it'll be okay. Well, you don't have to tell them. You just, just you know, I, I learned this, uh, but the, the hard way, sometimes with the bigger people, the correct answer is just to not tell them things that'll make them angry. Know, but uh, I like to, you know, don't want them to find out later and then have that guy be mad at everybody. 
Because, I mean, I guess we kind of took some of that food that wasn't really ours, and I didn't know that. Um, and we have a lot of food at my house. Do you want to come to my house? I, I, we, n- we never got to eat our soup. No, we can make better soup. Can we make soup. soup at your house? Yeah! Um, where's your family? You said you missed them. Is your pack far well, away, too? Well, really far away. I work, I work, uh, I got, I like, I wanted to go on an adventure, so I go and stowed away on this boat, and that was a really bad choice. Why? The people on the boat were not nice. Oh. So, I'm here, and this is better than the boat, uh, but, but, I miss home. Maybe, you know, this, I know this whole city goes a lot of places, so maybe we can get it there next time for you, and then you can go see them. She kind of scratches back of his head. I, uh, it was a place called Darrington, but I think it was was really small. There was only, like, four houses. Um, I don't know that place. I only know my forest and here. Um, but my new people pack is really smart and they know a lot of places, so maybe they can help and you can come and stay with us and have soup with us and other things, but also soup. That sounds great. Let's go. Yeah, we can go because it's important to stay with a pack. Yeah. And he's kind of playing with Tiny as he's going and running ahead, scratching and then falling back and having a good goof with the pup. He seems to uh, uh, be really enjoying running fast. <laughs> I mean, it lasts for an hour, so we could totally just run a, yeah. run for a while if he wants. <laughs> but we'll uh, you get back to-, to the tower, and uh, he kind of stops short of the bakery. Just, is there another way in? Um, I don't think so. Why? Well, I, I the, the baker, you know, he he gave me some some good. Uh, he gave me a, a scone or a donut a couple times, but you know, then like he couldn't anymore, and I was still hungry. So you know, and I got caught. Oh, I took did him. he yell at you? No, but he was really disappointed. Oh, um. Well, I think it'll be okay. Um, we can go in and you can say that you're sorry and I bet that that will make him feel a lot better. Promise? I think so, yeah. Okay. Here, I'll like take his hand and lead him in so he doesn't have to be scared. I'll just be like, hello, Mr. Batinga, as the bells tingle. Yeah, and I think that's where we drift off of this particular story. No. So that was your dose of wholesome today. You only get one. (laughs) 
You've been listening to No Initiative Play Quest The Soaring City. Quest The Soaring City is an actual play production by No Initiative, hosted live on Twitch by Chromatic Chimera on Mondays at 6.30pm Eastern. Our game is guided by Nat, or at CrimeNat, on Twitter. Dr. Falwin Denora the Doctor is played by Robert Allen, or at Voices of Robert on Twitter. Ferris Munir the Invoker is played by Iza, or at Evil Clever Dog on Twitter and YouTube. Lena Elliott's The Spy is played by Megan Cross, or at at Megan Lynn FTW on Twitter. Row the Naturalist is played by Samwise Gamgee or at the Samwisest on Twitter. Zakesarkar the Charmblade is played by Nunu or at JNunuTex on Twitter. The Soaring City uses the quest system published by the Adventure Guild. If you want to try playing the quest RPG with your own pack, go to adventure.game/store and use code NOINITIATIVE, one word, all caps, for 10% off your purchase. Follow us on Twitter at NOINITIATIVETV for updates, art, and memes. The Soaring City theme song is by Ryan, aka Sim, or at the Simulacri on Twitter. All other music used is by Adrian Von Ziegler. Podcast editing is by Samwise Gamgee. Thank you to Chromatic Chimera for hosting our live actual play shows on their Twitch. Check back next Wednesday for another adventure in Valerith with Quest The Soaring City.